I think what drew me to you is like, it was just a similar approach. Like, you know what, we do this as a hobby. This is fun. And if it's not fun, we're going to stop. And we're not here to win. We're here to like push ourselves and challenge ourselves and like maybe be faster than we were last time, but maybe not. But damn it, we're going to have fun doing it. Welcome to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. I'm Chip. I'm Chris, and welcome to episode 58 of the show. Partners Month continues for the entire month (laughs) of February, February. and we have a really fun interview for you this week. Today, we have the swim run duo of Trista Menon and Amy Bush, aka Team Adorkable. Trista and Amy have been big supporters of the show, and we're super stoked that our listeners will get to learn more about them and their love for swim run. More on this a bit later. Yes. On to shout-outs this week. We have a very special shout-out this week, our newest patron on Patreon, Mel Jensen. Thank you, Mel, for all the support and helping us keep the lights on and, most importantly, help covering all the postage for sending out all these stickers that we keep ordering and sending out to everyone, and more than that, obviously. Yeah, we definitely have an outsized uh, sticker budget (laughs) or postage budget. Yeah, we need a higher CFO staff. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys are spending how much on stickers every month? Just don't worry about it. We love stickers. So thank you, Mel. And if you're interested in Patreon, that's all on the link. Appreciate each and every one. Now on to Adventure Time and training updates. Yeah, so, you know, unstructured training continues unabated. Um, we've been getting the bug to go out and do a swim run practice, though. So we we sort of committed... Uh, to each other that mm. we are going to do at least a swim run a month. Who did we starting this? I month. feel like I saw that someone. Someone. Yeah. Talked about well, it was uh, Henrik from that's right uh, from Sweden was saying that they're planning on doing one <clears throat> an urban swim run in Stockholm for mm-hmm. the whole year, rain or shine. One, one a month. One a month. So I think we should do the same thing. I mean, we, okay. we missed January, but that's okay. Well, starting now. Yeah, and then on the Adventure Time front. Um, we're super stoked that our friends at Above Below in the UK sent us one of their uh, really popular ruck, ruck rafts that um, we're going to test out and review on a future episode of, of Gear Talk. And we're really looking forward to putting that thing through the paces when we head back to Lake Sonoma in a few weeks to do our first official test run of the course that we've been working on. So probably be Giddy. first week in March or something. But, but yeah, I mean, these, these rafts sell out as soon as they get them in stock. So... Really, really, really cool of them to send us one to check it out, and we'll, uh, we will report back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will check it out. <laughs> On to this week's feats of endurance. This week's feats of endurance winner is Scott Brockbank from Ontario, Canada, neighbor to the north. Yeah. He's been absolutely slaying the Strava titles this week with gems such as morning run through the mud, comma, I mean snow, wet feet. And the gathering of eagles. We're not really sure what these mean, but we love the creativity <laughs> and we're here for it. So congrats, Scott. Make sure you join us on Strava. Just search Low Tide Boys and join the Strava group there. And give kudos to out to all the fellow swim runners in the group. 160 plus, 100, approaching 170, if not there already. Yeah. All over the world. All. We're bad and we're nationwide. And worldwide. Worldwide. Prestige. Worldwide. <laughs> Now for this week in Swim Run, powered by RaceID.com. Here's the intro. 
All right, we just have a couple updates to share this week. Uh, last week, Atala and the XTRY World Tour announced a new virtual challenge called the uh, X, which kind of sounds like the headliner of next year's Coachella or something, Ultimate Endurance Challenge. This challenge this challenge takes participants on a global adventure to discover racetracks and sites of Atala and the XTRY World Tour events. Um, the global virtual event starts in February and participants will receive a new challenge to complete each month through the end of the year. In December, everyone that's completed the challenge will receive a cool t-shirt, you know, of course, and and be entered to, into a drawing to win a slot for either the Attila Ooh. World Championship or uh, Norseman, which is a very mythical extreme triathlon. You can sign up for this challenge, of course, on raceid.com and also get more information on the Ultimate Endurance Challenge site, which we link to in the show notes. In other news, Attila posted something cryptic oh. on Instagram that they're announcing a new event. But by the time we recorded this episode and when it's released, they will have already told people what event that is. So we had Chipper, our forensic. What's the know, statute of limitations on this? <laughs> well, <I don't> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> So 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 Chipper did a little bit of forensic work on the on on, on the internet, and uh, we think that the new site is going to be Atala Gottenberg. Um, we'll see if Chipper's wrong or right, but mm-hmm. please don't be mad at us, Atala. We just want to make sure we included it in you know this week in swim run because by the time this gets released, it'll be very important news. That Hot there's a off new the race. presses. Hot yeah, off so, the presses. So so maybe we have an exclusive. Maybe we got it totally wrong, but either way. There is an announcement coming from Atala about a new event, and we think that it might be in Gothenburg, which would be really cool. Totally. Um, I also have another mini correction from last week's edition. This is like two in a row. I had a brain fart and mentioned that Swim Run Lake James was on March 24th when it's actually on April 24th. And thank you, Marcus, for uh, bringing that to my attention. I actually wrote down April and said March, so I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to, you know. Yeah. I mean, that stuff happens. I'll just fall, you know, yeah. That stuff happens. I'm not going to commit Sebuku or anything, but my bad. Try not to do it again. And, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. We also have all the U.S. swim run races that are scheduled for this year on our site as well, if you want to go there and check those out if you're ever unsure. But always we will, our lawyers are are asking that we always remind you, just whoever's hosting the race, it's, Go yeah. there for final, final confirmation of if it's happening, the date, all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, don't don't put that pressure on us to be right all the time. Obviously, because you know it keeps going up. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a we have an opportunity for a third swing and a miss next week with our <laughs> Gottenberg prediction. <laughs> <laughs> on to low tide boys updates. So you may have seen over two hundred something people saw our post about the hats. They're coming out. We had four different options for folks. The people have spoken. So now we just have to wait four to six weeks. Yeah, the hats have been ordered. The hats have been ordered. And now we wait. So we went a few different directions. We we heard everyone loud and clear that not, the majority of people were not fans of the foam kind of truckers. And some people like the lower profile. Some people like, and it was kind of 50-50 between flat brim, high profile mm-hmm. trucker and low profile so we just got both more people can be happy yep. but those will be up on the shop soon and yes so be sure to drop us a message on instagram or send us an email to lowtideboys at gmail.com if you would like one of our new super stoked on swim run stickers that are coming you just send us a note with your email and we will send you a sticker well, we need your mailing address we need your mailing address <laughs> as well thank you chris 
free of charge as a thank you for all the support, us hitting 25,000 downloads, which we're super stoked on, and us just generally being super stoked on Swim Run. Yeah, we're and, here stickers. To, so and stickers. So it's a perfect, uh, perfect meshing of things that we, we like. Yes, on to this week's interview with Tristan Amy on Team Adorkable. Yeah, I mean, I think they're literally adorkable. Um, yes. And it's hard for us to really think of another team that loves Swim Run as much as they do. I mean, they they just, their energy is infectious, and we really enjoyed hearing about how they met, how they found Swim Run, and the adventures that ensued thereafter. Um, we covered a lot of ground in this interview from their first race experience and then all the way to basically starting their own Swim Run during uh, during the pandemic for the community. So this was a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. And yeah, I and think they're I think a different, good. they are, uh, they're a, a long distance swim run partnership. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So a little bit of a different slice than, than what we, what we heard last week. Yeah. And they make it work and they're in a monogamous, uh, swim run partner relationship, like as we are. Chipper. Yes. Um, so yeah, so it's interesting how, how they try to make it work long distance. So this is, a, I mean, we say this all the time, but this one's really fun. And Lots think, of laughs. It's just a hot, like one of maybe the most heartwarming episodes. Yeah, just a, a nice love fest. Yeah, swim run love fest, partner love fest. It's yeah. all, it's all gravy. It is, baby. Without further ado, here is Tristan Amy of Team Adorkable. They also like to bring us large donuts, and we eat them, part of them, because it was a, it was too, it was large. a large, too large. <laughs> All right, so with us today, we have Trista Menon and Amy Bush of Team Adorkable. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thanks for having us. us. So, perfect unison. Yeah, so we need, yeah, can you try to keep that up for the entire (laughs) (laughs) We finish each other's sandwiches. Or Amazing. giant donuts in the case of Swim Run yeah. Austin, where yeah. you two were kind enough to bring us. Chris, did we ever do a caloric estimate on that that donut? I mean, it had to be a couple thousand couple grand. calories. Yeah. yeah, it was as big as a basketball. Did you guys manage to Maybe. eat that whole thing? Oh, hell oh no. No, 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 no. <laughs> but we we tried. We had a slice or two of it. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I wasn't trying to. If I wanted to finish it, I could have, but I didn't want to. But you know, anyway, I'm pretty sure in a previous episode you said that it unlocked your um your flow. It, it's, it's it's entirely it, possible. We have no scientific proof of that. Because <laughs> we saw you in the bathroom in that picture. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> so, Tristan, Amy, thank you so much for joining us today on the Low Tide Boys Swim Run Podcast. You guys have been a a, a long time, dare I say, super fan. Of the show. Yes, you can call us super fans. And it's been so great to finally get to meet you in Austin. Yeah. And we know you two live apart, but you're partners. It's partners month. So we're going to unpack all this stuff about how team adorkable yes. came to be. But before that, I actually have a question. This is like a like a consumer survey question. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you guys have been listening pretty much since the beginning of the show, as far as we can tell from just mm-hmm. the interaction back and forth. Like, how did you hear about it? Were you just like, you know, trying to find something or was it like Facebook? Like, how'd you hear about the show? That Instagram, is, a, I think. Instagram. I, you know, I was actually thinking about that the other day. I can't remember if it was pre-Catalina or post-Catalina when I first 
heard about you guys. Okay. Wow. But I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to venture and say that it, I mean, it had to have been a big pool boy meme that caught my attention. <laughs> <They're hard laughs> I mean, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. You know, cause I just find it interesting because, you know, this month we're talking about partners and we're talking about this sort of other side of swim run where we always talk about the magic of racing, but there's also this magic in camaraderie and fellowship and community before, during, and after the race. Um, and I think you guys exemplify that a lot. And I think mm-hmm. you also exemplify it in your sort of friendliness and um, just embrace of, of us trying to do this, this podcast and this corner of the podcast verse um, for a very small audience. It's super niche and, you know, we love our audience, but you know, we're, we're under no delusions of what it is, but, but I, but, but I'm curious um, about how you guys met and how you decided to kind of enter this, this kind of community that you guys are a big part of in the U S. Go Trista. Oh, okay. So how we, how we met, Amy, you might have to take that one because um, if you recall, when, when I originally met Amy, I, I believe it had to have been, what, like 12, 15 years ago? Maybe? At least. I wow. mean, I partied a lot then. I don't really remember, <laughs> you don't really remember that time. <laughs> yeah, so we were, we met through I, marathon training. Uh, a friend of ours, Karen, um, is a marathon coach and we both um, used her for coaching and we ran in different groups. Uh, I had my, my group and Trista had her group that were all, you were all hoes, right? Were you, you were lotto ho? I was, I was lotto ho. Yes. <laughs> you were all hoes. <laughs> I that mean, no sense. <laughs> <laughs> they all gave themselves a name that had ho in it. All I knew about Trista was that she was really cute and fun and smoked a whole lot. Sorry, Trista. I was going to try to hold that one back, but. Um, I see you tried real hard. I mean, I tried for like four seconds. Um, are, these are cigarettes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. we live in California. This is a very yeah, <laughs> yeah, just cigarettes. I was I was a girl that would show up to like the long run on Saturday morning and then like smoke some cigarettes afterwards. It was awful. But um, moving forward, <laughs> and then Tristan moved away, and we still. I mean, we were acquaintances, but not really friends at that point. And uh, and somehow after she moved away, I realized that I missed her terribly. and we started I guess triathlon training with a group um, most of whom were in Austin and Trista at that point you were in uh, where were you Malaysia maybe I was in Malaysia so so Amy and her cronies they were very much into the endurance scene and um, I was in in that stage of my life I was like you know married just had a baby I was I was not I had done maybe one or two marathons and I had moved overseas. We were living in Malaysia and I was like, I remember it very vividly. I was on the treadmill thinking, wow, you know, where, where can I do like some epic races? Like, Oh, I could do like the, the great wall of China marathon or like, you know, where could I run? What could I do? And then I was like, you know, I've always kind of wanted to do an Ironman. Like maybe, maybe I do that. Oh, look, there's one in Thailand. I should do that one. And so I kind of got a hold of Amy and our other friend, Karen, sent him a note, like, Hey guys, I kind of want to do this. And I think that's kind of how we rekindled. Like once I left Austin, I think that's kind of how I circled back around to um, pulling pulling back, pulling Amy back into it because, you know, she had so much experience and she was always 
one that I would see on social media, like posting about, and, and I don't know if you guys know this, but Amy's a blogger. And so um, every race she would do, I would read her race reports and just be like, oh my God, just, you know, jaw on the floor, like so inspired and like, I want to do that. And so I think that's kind of how like we kind of rekindled and got on this like Iron Man. You're like, you're real dumb. I want to do real dumb shit. How do I do this? <laughs> oh, that's, do that uh, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. You, you sort of, uh, the endurance folks, you, you sort of can sniff out the type of people that are, uh, e- go, you know, easy to go along with whatever, yeah. go with the flow kind of it's thing. It's a real dumb and dumber type of situation. I that, think. Was you know the, that was the follow-up name from the podcast, Dumb and Dumber. But, uh, <laughs> we, that we were worried about <laughs> Interesting, skipping yet. completely out of our history here and back to Swim Run. <laughs> you also, I think, can sniff out people who would be into Swim Run, like, pretty easily. Pretty easily, yeah. I feel like, you know, you can look at someone and be like, mm, marathoner, no way you're getting dirty. No, you're not. <laughs> won't even bring up with you. Yeah. So you have Ironman Thailand or Thailand is it 70.3 or what? It doesn't, doesn't really matter, I guess. So Amy, you, we went, you flew there to do. No, no, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, so stitch us between Ironman Thailand and figuring out swim run. Tell us about your first uh, intended Ironman and how that ended up. Oh, here's a story. Oh, (laughs) Thailand was fun. It was, it was, um, it was one of those crazy races. I was ill prepared. I did not ship my bike overseas. Um, so I had to buy one there and you know, everything is just a lot different. And, um, I was just, I was just not prepared. Um, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And so the swim was, was fine. I hit a buoy head on like, like, Um, the bike was awful. I ended up walking part of the bike because there were, the hills were so steep. I didn't have the gear to get through them and it was raining torrential downpour. Anyways, I survived it. But I think, I think what's important to note here is that I wanted to try it again. Like I wanted to do it again. And I think Amy, that's somehow, um, I think my thing was like, I wanted to do an Ironman before I was 40 and somehow Amy at this point, I think had already retired from Ironman. You had done like, you know, I don't know, 65 of them or whatever. (laughs) 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 And when I said I was coming back to Texas to do an Ironman, I think Amy at that point was like, okay, well now I feel obligated to do it with you. My FOMO, my FOMO is way worse than my dedication to retirement. (laughs) (laughs) She came out of retirement for me. (laughs) Twice. Twice. Wow. You're like an MMA <laughs> fighter. They're always retiring and unretiring. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Basically not with the criminal fire. charges in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Iron Man Texas was a success, and you don't have to worry about hills at that race. So you were mm-hmm. you're probably good. Right. Yeah, that was good. I mean, so when she came back and we did Iron Man Texas and we trained for it together as much as one can, because you were you were back at that point, weren't you? Back in the U.S. I was- yeah, I was in Charlotte at that point. Well, kind of in between New York and Charlotte, but Charlotte mostly. Yeah. So we had a whole group that trained together, and Trista and I really bonded then. Um, that's when we really fomented our our, our companionship. And uh, yeah, when the Adorkables was born. <laughs> although we were still two, three years out from our swim run, first swim run at that point, but that's where we realized that we wanted to, we, we were very, very similar in our desires. Like we both love swimming. We both love, I guess at that point you didn't know if you love trail running, Trista, you hadn't really tried it yet. 
That's true. Yeah. You hadn't yeah. really tried trail running until swim run Lake James, our first swim run. <laughs> Nothing new on race day. <laughs> That's awesome. So swim run Lake James, what, what year was this? So I'm in Texas was 2017, 18, 17 or 18 for us, Amy. Yeah. Cause Arizona was 18, I think. Right. Okay. Texas was 17. Yeah. So I think what, what really drew Amy and I together in, in our race, I was like, we're in the same age group. So, you know, we would always start our races together and we would always like pass each other during the different legs, but like we never actually raced together. But I think what drew me to you was like, it was just a similar approach. Like, you know what, we do this as a hobby. This is fun. And if it's not fun, we're going to stop. And we're not here to win. We're here to like push ourselves and challenge ourselves and like, maybe be faster than we were last time, but maybe not, but damn it, we're going to have fun doing it, you know? And I think, um, neither, like, I don't feel like Amy took herself too seriously. Like she was serious about her training, but she never took herself too seriously or the race too seriously. And, um, I kind of was just drawn to that. So I think it was like a natural, um, decision when it came time to like, look into swim run and like this whole partner concept, it was like, yeah, Duh, Amy is like right here. Like it's a perfect fit for me. Yeah, there was no like, I wonder who it could be. It was, there's <laughs> this thing and it's clearly the only person that I know who's going to be into this and, and strongly into it is Trista. Exactly, yeah. Similar <laughs> similar mentalities, aligned on goals. Yeah. Sure. Number one goal being fun, putting your best foot forward. Swim run like James comes. And how was that first swim run? And had you guys, had you ladies done any swim run practices or I know there seems to be some sort of long distance element to your relationship throughout the years whether it's abroad or you're up in Pennsylvania or wherever or a eight day road trip or whatever the situation is uh it's longer than a tether can reach is the point I'm trying to make so how did how did that uh how was that first swim run experience for 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 you two so we decided to do it because I had heard of swim run. I, I only knew, I didn't know there were any here at the time, but Trista sends me a message and she's like, um, have you heard of the swim run thing? And I said, yeah, I have. And she's like, there's some people in my master's class who are going to do it. And it only just occurred to me when, when thinking about this podcast, Trista, that that was Marcus Barton that you yeah. were talking about. <laughs> uh, Marcus and Dan. Yeah. <laughs> They, for the longest time, there were those guys over there with their own lane, like always in the paddles and buoy. What like, the what hell are, are they doing? What are they doing? Yeah. Nice. Like, guys, there's no paddles in triathlon, y'all. What are you doing? Yeah. And Marcus yeah, is like, uh, I'm light years ahead of y'all in the swim run thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, y'all are so cute. Like, you know, um, asking these silly questions. Yeah. They were very patient with us. And also, you know, Meredith and Laura were also in my master's group who, um, were interested in swim run and see as well. So, um, I think it kind of just became like, you know, me, Meredith and Laura and Amy just asking millions of questions <laughs> about, you know, gear and training and like how you, like how you do it and where do you get this stuff? Like what's best. And yeah, I think it was just a lot of emails and messages and text messages back and forth between Amy and I just trying to figure out like, how the hell do we even approach this? And like Amy mentioned earlier, I had never even ran trails before. <laughs> wow. So we had a lot of really, really good advice and great mentor, but um, we didn't really do any 
true swim run training getting ready for late james i don't think i think we might have we did a you couple did, did some workouts yeah, yeah i guess we both did like a couple you know unguided let's go out and <laughs> swim for 10 minutes and then run for a mile and repeat yep. that a couple mm-hmm. times trista i believe ran through a fountain in 32 degree weather several times just to that was yeah solid swim run training you know <laughs> yeah. i get the shoes wet gotta run through the water fountain <laughs> useless though Definitely because so far none of the swim runs we've done have had a fountain so <sighs> I don't know how Not many yet. fountain circuit, how many fountain courses there are. Maybe but. some, maybe some of the Atala <laughs> ones in Europe. Like maybe I think, a I think the France would have a couple of good fountain crossings yeah. or, or something. Or Kavar, like, maybe. Yeah. I don't know how they'd feel about some Americans strobing through their fountain. But. Probably not. I think not we'd have to swim super. through it, not not run. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So you you did swim run Lake James and fell in love like we we got out of the first swim it was freezing it was um the water temp was in the low 50s maybe Mm -hmm. and we got lucky the air temps were probably in the mid 50s probably by the time we got home like back to our cabin that night uh it had dropped into the 40s and 30s that night so we got lucky but it was still very cold there was a a whole lot of dnfs because people got hypothermic and we did our first run and did our first swim, which was probably a long swim because they all are at Lake James. And we got out of the water and we looked at each other and we're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you, you answered the question. I mean, we I sort was of said ask. that as much as you can with blue lips that are frozen. But yeah, yeah. Teeth chattering. I mean, that's the question I always ask. So it sounds like, I mean, it's pretty similar to our experience, which was just like right away. You kind of knew that it was for you. It either mm-hmm. is or it isn't. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, from my experience, everyone we've asked, it's, it's, it's been Almost an immediate, immediate thing. Um, not someone's like, oh, I thought it was okay. And then, you know, then I did four more and then I really, <laughs> I know that doesn't you know, happen. Yeah. it doesn't happen. Um, yeah, if you don't love it immediately, you don't do four more. I don't think. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I'll just give another shot to, you know, almost die. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so you fell in love with it and then you're doing the rest of the race, trying to stay warm and survive and sort of get from A to B. Um, and Yeah. How yeah. was that? How was that after the first swim? Now, now, now that you're in love, but you still actually have to try to finish this thing. You know, I think it was just um, we didn't we had no idea what we had gotten ourselves into. Like we didn't <laughs> we didn't know what to expect. Like I didn't know it was unusual to not be able to feel your feet the entire race. You know? <laughs> but Amy and I, we got in our Go Coco socks and like we were ready to go. We had all the gear. I, I, I did the entire race in neoprene gloves. Um, like Whoa. literally it was just, we would just look over at each other and it was like, you couldn't take the smiles off of our faces. Like even when shit was like going really bad, because you know, as it does, when Amy fell in front of the camera, <laughs> for all yes, yes. you know, it's, it was still, I mean, I, I really do think that that was probably one, that was probably my favorite race just because it was so um, different and so awesome. It was so awesome. <laughs> And we were so we're such triathlon babies that, you know, we were used to the red carpet coming out of the swim. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the swim exits and we'd, you know, have to pull ourselves bodily up onto a cliff and be covered in mud. And people would be like, oh, my God, this is so gross. And we're like, this is amazing. Get out of our way. <laughs> well, it sounds like you were definitely in what I call your post triathlon kind of state of mind, because if you're still in your triathlon state of mind, super type A, 
that's those are the types of things that really just drive you crazy. You're like kind of struggling. Like if the those, aid station yeah. isn't exactly where they say it's going to be, or right. if the swim <laughs> is, you know, 50 meters farther than what you thought. Mm-hmm. Like th- right. those are the things that just like what will break. Throw uh, your race. Yeah. <laughs> in your head. They said yeah. this yeah. run was going to be three and a half miles and I'm at 3.4 and it's not over yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've I had... seem to be in the middle of the forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris and I have That's had familiar. those those same conversations, I think, in our one of our first swim run or second one. Like, wait, it says it's supposed to be X amount, but my Garmin says this, and we're like, okay, well, you know, we're just going to keep going, so it doesn't really matter well, at yeah, this point. Well, but, <laughs> yeah, I think we are putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. was a, this was, this was Casco, yeah. um, and... I was keeping, I was just doing time and Chipper was doing legs on his Garmin and I was just keeping total time. So I was projecting how long it was going to take us and we were getting close to what I, when I thought our finishing time was going to be and our distance, our total distance was kind of where I thought it was going to be. And I'm like, Chipper, how many, and Chipper, Chipper was the quarterback. So he had the legs on his paddles. I didn't have it on mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, Hey, how are we getting close to the finish? And he's like, we're not even on the second paddle yet. <laughs> Yeah, was that, that was a that was a that was a, a little bit of a come to Jesus for us on yeah. on that race. I think that we're like, oh, okay, this shit just got serious. Yeah, so <laughs> let let's kind of get going. Uh, not that we weren't going before, but that definitely sure. yeah, it became ticked it up a yeah, little bit it, for us. You know, once it starts getting in the range of its, oh, this is turning into like an ordeal. I think we both kind of get a little bit more serious about. All right, let's just get this thing over with. Um, Lake, Lake James, right. we really didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Yeah. And I guess after Lake James, we did Georgia. Is that right? The yep. next day. And Georgia got um, weathered out. We actually sat in the parking lot for a couple hours, um, hoping that Tony was hoping that he could have it. And ultimately, he looked like the storm was gone enough. So we started and ended up getting pulled. We did a run, a swim, and then a run, and they they called it during that run for lightning. And, oh wow! Uh, so that was super yeah. short. And uh, I was it the sprint? Yeah, sprint. It must have been Casco after that, right? Oh, oh, you guys just went in feet first. So head first, we right? oh, yeah. were sitting there after Georgia yeah. having the talk, like, okay, wait, that wait, was- wait. Before this, we went in feet first. Like after Lake James, I did a I did a Rockman proposal to her like after oh, lake james we were wow, like oh we're puzzle. in we're going big we're going up we're going overseas <laughs> was that was no that marcus's influence as well just being like hey guys you know i mean i think yeah I'd, i had you know i was um facebook friends with him and you know i had seen those videos oh the rockman videos you can't watch those and not sign up for rock oh, band, totally. yeah <laughs> i mean how can you but, you know, we knew we weren't going to get into, like, oh, it's a low world champs, you know? So, like, for us, like, you know, Rockman, yeah, like, it's amazing. Epic. Yeah, yeah. We were, like, feet first, full in, like, yeah, we were, like, and but we were still training for Ironman. We still had Arizona the following season. But mm-hmm. it became kind of like, yeah, let's just get this oh, get through Arizona. Yeah, so yeah. we can get back to swim run. <laughs> like, I already paid a thousand bucks to do this thing. It's getting done. Yeah, or we're doing how much it. they cost now. So yeah. we're sitting there having a postmortem on the way back from Georgia, back to our hotel. And we're like, okay, well, that was disappointing because we really wanted to do another swim run and got cut short. Um, what should we do next? And so we're talking this out and Trist is like, well, um, what about Casco? And I'm like, I know nothing about Casco except I think it's an ocean swim. And she's like, yeah, it's the real deal. Like it, it's pretty intense. <laughs> it we it probably want to do 
the the sprint if we're going to do casco based on what we've done so far in our training. So fast forward a couple months, and I think that was that when I did my bike trip. Maybe yeah, we were waiting to register until you got back from Europe. Yeah, if I ever wanted to exercise again, um, and <laughs> would you do a hot route or something? We rode our bikes from London to uh, Stockholm. <laughs> Jesus, wow. Amy okay. hates the bike, FYI. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> ironic that I really hate riding a bike, but wow. it's fun when you're doing it for fun. Um, <laughs> and so I get back and she's like, okay, let's sign up for Casco. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready. And she's like, long course? And I'm like, what? You told me that it like, we didn't want to do long course. That's the real deal. If you're going yeah, all okay, that totally way. long course. <laughs> if you're going all that way to Maine. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say this for the record. I was going to speak up when you said, oh, we should do the short course. And then I was just going to say, but you did the long course anyway, because I, I had a hunch. Yeah, I had a hunch. <laughs> and then we got out there and we were like, holy shit, what have we gotten ourselves into? Yeah. So was that 2018 Casco? Right before Arizona, um, Ironman Arizona, then it would have been for you or a month it was or two before. 2019. We, Casco was 2019. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. The year yeah. after we did it, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I have to see it written down <laughs> somewhere. Kind of I know. I don't have any concept of when I did what. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. And so, so you two are still apart, or Tristan, you're still, you're living yeah. you're living in Texas at this time. You're still <laughs> no. We um we have done all of our training has been apart actually. And you know, Amy mentioned uh, so at the time. I guess she was you know she's been in Austin, and I was either in Charlotte. I was in Charlotte probably. Um, but the, the interesting thing about like us is the only time we really get to practice is at races. And that's mm-hmm. the, really the only time we got to practice ever. And when Georgia was called because of lightning, we kind of waited it out. And of course, you know, um, as luck would have it a couple hours after the race was canceled, um, it, the storm passes and then the weather's beautiful. And so Amy and I actually got to use that time to go out in the lake and like practice. We actually spent probably, it was only like 20 minutes, but you know, we practiced her leading the swims, which we've never done before. We practiced, you know, what? Don't, don't, don't lead swims. (laughs) Have the other partner lead the swim, Amy. Yeah. That was our one episode of actually getting to train together. (laughs) Love you it. led one other swim. You you led um, the downhill down river <laughs> at NC. Yeah. yeah. And you did fabulous. That's because so, the, I was, we were swimming at like a 30 seconds per 100 meter pace. Because it was righteous. Crazy. See, you should lead more often, Amy. <laughs> I'm so bad. Blistering. So, so how many races do you guys have under your belt at this point? When we're in races... This is, well, well, we have, we argue about this. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I said it one way and I think I had it wrong. What is it, Amy? As I've done five. You've done six, I think. Okay. Or does that not count Austin? Is that pre-Austin? Well, yeah, you really need to recalculate. I've yeah. done, I've like, done, yes, one. I've done seven. You've done six. I, I did cheat on Amy one time. Yes. Oh, no. Was this, was this pre-authorized or uh, hall pass we- or? <laughs> It was a hall pass, yeah. Okay, because because okay. actually, because I actually want to talk about this because um, right now, Chris, right now, because one of the things that that, that Chipper and you're going to bring it about, up right now. I'm bringing it up right now. What one of the things that we talk about, and this considering this is Partners Month, I think it's very apropos to talk about mm-hmm. it. Is I think he's going to bring up with you right now. 
I'm not. I'm definitely oh not. God. I'm definitely not. But <laughs> I do up. think that there are two types of swim run partner relationships, and they're either monogamous or polygamous, <laughs> where you either have an exclusive relationship with your swim run partner, and if you want to do another race, you essentially need to get permission. Um, yeah. Or you have a situation where, you, you know, kind of like Marcus, right? He races with different folks, and he has, like, people he does certain races with, and he has, like, a bunch of friends, so he gets to, like, enjoy the magic of swim run with a lot of people I mean, rather, bunch rather of than ways. with the same yeah. person. A swim run tramp is what Marcus is. Uh, you know, uh, maybe. That's maybe. one way to label it. <laughs> it's a label. Sorry, Marcus. Um, so so, so where, where do you guys fall on? I mean, it sounds like it's a monogamous relationship, but mm. someone needs yeah, to get a listen, hall pass. Nobody else wants me but Amy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she had to have one race to prove that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work out and now we know <laughs> and we stick together Tristan <laughs> and I are I mean in addition to having the same goals um we just got super lucky we're not the same ability wise Trist is a much faster swimmer than I am but with swim run you can get away with that I can hang on her feet in most cases um mm-hmm. and then by the time I'm exhausted she's also exhausted and so we're you know degrading at the same rate so we can, <laughs> I can still stay on her feet and then she's a faster runner, but I'm a better, I can hold it together better over the long term. So I just have to wait her out when she exhausts herself from going out too fast. And then by the end, we're the same pace. Wow. That wow. actually sounds eerily familiar with, um, I'm always, uh, as Chipper would say, pissing vinegar at the start of races. Pissing up a rope. Pissing up a rope. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then he just has to clean it up at the end. Usually. <laughs> no, I think we, I think we got it. We're getting there. We're, yeah, we're we're, 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 we're definitely better. we're good. We're making progress. So, it helps to have someone there to rein you in and like help you do that. You know. <laughs> yeah, and that's I think where you two. It seems like it sounds like you you struck like the a great balance. And you know there was a bunch of great photos that Odyssey shared out after after Texas of, of you two just you know having a blast out on the course and not taking it too <laughs> seriously. But you were there to like. To put your best foot forward, I mean, but you were. I, you I know, really, I really don't think anyone was having more fun. I don't think so. Than Team Adorable. I think that's typically true. I think, yeah. But, we, but I will say that even though we just go out there to have a good time, we kind of rock the transitions. Yeah, mostly nice. <laughs> like, and like we you know, we'll wade into the water and pass like ten teams that are standing there getting their shit together in the shallow water, and we're just like out of there. Of yeah. course, then once we start swimming, we realize that I don't have my buoy between my legs and Tristan is wearing a surgical mask hanging from one ear, but we're, Those are minor we're out there. Drag. Those are minor details. <laughs> Creating a lot of drag. So how do you, you kind of keep this that sort of magic alive or the transitions I, I, I feel would be a really hard element of a swim run to, to iron out those difficult transitions, especially right. if you're, you're living distance from each other so how do you two kind of keep the the magic alive for any of our uh, listeners who might be seeking out a partner that could be long distance or currently have kind of a longer distance partner, someone you can't regularly train with? What's what sort of what tips can you help with everybody? You know, I think I think it would be hard um, for a lot of people to train long distance, um, and I think that because that's what people say to me. But um, if you have a, I mean, obviously, if you're in it to win it. Like if you have very serious goals about podium or, you know, you know, getting to, to worlds or whatever it is like, um, then you're going to have to work 
a little harder than Amy and I do uh, um, with the long distance things. I think part of our magic actually is that um, we don't live together. We don't train together. So that when we get together every couple months, we have a lot to talk about. Like <laughs> that's how we spend our entire time. Sometimes during the swim, like we'll just stop, you know, and remember I was talking about our good transitions. We make up for that by stopping during the swim and going, oh my God, this is so amazing. Did you see the sunrise? That was so beautiful. Did you see that boat that almost killed the people in front of us? <laughs> that happened. Didn't I, kill them. I'll, uh, I think at Austin, I yelled, Chris, watch out. There's a log here. That was the only talking I, we yeah, made. I don't, uh, yeah. Floating log. Yeah. Floating log. <laughs> floating log. Yeah. I mean, we, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's interesting because it sounds like you guys, what, what makes a long distance thing work is that you're essentially partners first and you're already, mm-hmm. Per, like you already know that you want to race with each other. So everything else is just sort of details on how you kind of get to the race start, not being totally out of sync. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I, I, I do, I, I guess it does make sense. Like if you're trying to really be super elite, I think that, you know, ability to train together probably be helpful or at least having yeah, some training blocks you're gonna, where you come you're together. gonna have to nail down your transitions and what you're gonna do a lot more than what amy and i have to work on you know if you are wanting to be that super late but if your goal is to go out and have fun it's absolutely possible to pick a partner from anywhere you don't have to have that you know special relationship or that you know all the training time with them like it just has to be someone you can tolerate for the duration of the race. And <laughs> well, I'm spacing on that. The biggest unknown with a new partner is, are you going to hit it off with them? And sometimes trying to feel it out, feel out those, you know, personality differences or whatever is, is yeah. the biggest obstacle in swim run versus the physical difference of, oh, I think yeah. a lot of people kind of get caught up in, hey, I'm looking for a partner. Here's my marathon time. I'm a three hour. Here's my hundred time. That's not right. really a great representation on if you're going to be one, even good at swim run or, you know, right. or if you're going to be a good partner, I don't think ha- finding someone that is exactly as fast or as slow as you right, right. Is, is the and, key. And, and, and if that's what you're leading with, probably going to be going to get a. I, yeah. I mean, I think if you're leading with that, you're saying, Hey, I want to be elite and I really want to go win this race. You're not yeah. saying yeah. like, come have fun with me and let's go have an adventure and a new experience. Right. Exactly. Okay, guys. I have an idea and the four of us can all cash in on it, but that, that's it. Don't this even mention right swim, swim dur because that's already swim a run thing. for tender. Like, no, for no, no. We're doing swim run speed dating. So okay. everybody gets to like swap partners. You know, you, you, you do like 30 minutes with one person and then you swap partners and then you find out who it is that you can, you can tolerate. I'm getting this visual with. of like, uh, you know, Texas, like rodeo, like line dance thing, but instead of like oh, yeah. arms, you just have tether and you just like <laughs> hook on, to just somebody. hook on to someone else. I like hey, let's it. go first one. Two to your right. In the middle and you and unclip and backs yeah. back out. Yeah. yeah. Electric slide. <laughs> and then a hat tip. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. So we're back in Austin. <laughs> Okay, so team adorkable, you you cleaned up, you did you did swim in Austin, you had a you had a blast. We know the situation's a little bit uncertain right now in the United States for for kind of races this year, but we do have some you know, some pos- positivity towards the second half There's of the year. There's races scheduled. There's races scheduled. Mm-hmm. What what does this team adorkable have have kind of uh penciled in for, for the 2021 swim run season or beyond we know you two are also we should we should have opened the show yeah. previous winners of uh the feats of endurance bumper sticker that's right from the Strava oh, 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 oh. That's right. 
proud bumper sticker wearers. Appreciate yep. it. So what what are we uh, what are we looking at racing so this I year? I think I think like most people, we have a lot of deferrals from 2020. Yes, you yeah. know what our our 2020 schedule looked like. That's what 2021 looks like. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good point. I should look at my yeah, own deferrals. I have a hundred miler. I have a 50k. I have all you know a 50 miler. Back when we were in wanting yeah. to do ultras, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have. What do we have, Amy? So Lake James. Lake we'll James. open it up with. With Lake James again. Um, and then it's kind of uncertain between Lake James and we're hoping, fingers crossed, maybe Rockman. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to hard to know at this point, yeah. but yeah. we're yeah. certainly lined up for it. Rockman's like our A race. That's definitely um, something that oh God, we hope to get to. But also on the list is one I'm super excited about this year is Orcas. It's right around my birthday every year, and it's always looked so beautiful to me. Yeah. And I really thought it would be hard to convince Amy to do Orcas and Rockman and Lake James and NC and Georgia and Tennessee, like all these races that I presented to her. Damn. And Orcas, but um, sounds like she's on board for Orcas for my birthday weekend. So I mean, I want to move to the Pacific Northwest, so I figure I should go check it out a little bit. Yeah, you should visit. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, and you should listen to our episode with uh, Brent Molesbury, who gives you sort of like an annotated trip advisor on places you can swim run. Mm -hmm. This is a shameless plug for a previous show. (laughs) Sorry about that. What number episode was that, Chris? That's in the oh, 40s somewhere, yeah. I think. It's like 42 or something. Like Go ahead and listen to 40 through 50, and <laughs> you'll catch it somewhere in there. Yeah, some. <laughs> honestly, when you start pumping these things out every week, it kind of gets a little fuzzy on when stuff <laughs> happened, to be honest oh with you. Orcas, that sounds, I mean, we will see you there. If that's happening, awesome. market, the low-type boys are there. Uh, yeah. That will be an outstanding adventure. One fascinating Episode part of our, uh, our partnership way. on Team Adorkable is that uh, Trista, if she had her druthers, would do every single swim run. And <laughs> so, she, so I, I can't argue with her, with her I don't think. <laughs> she, has, she has two children. I have no children. And I'm like, how How can you? I, I, I'm a complete homebody, so I don't want to leave my dogs for like more than a night. But I'm, I guess it's because you have two children, so you want to get out every weekend. <laughs> Well, and I would say, I I think, you know, if I, Trista, if I can put you on the spot, I mean, I think that, I really think that no one loves swim run as much as you do in the U.S. at this point. And like to the point where you even put on your own swim run, your own little like unofficial Pennsylvania Pennsylvania inaugural Pennsylvania swim run. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Yeah. so that came about, um, you know, when, when COVID hit and everything was locked down, um, we have a, like a fishing boat and we would take it out on the lake there. And it's kind of, you know, like an hour away from our house in Pennsylvania. And so I hadn't spent a whole lot of time out there. I knew there were trails. I'd ridden my bike out there a couple of times. And, um, so when COVID in the summer and there's nothing to do, we would, the family would just go to the lake and I'd take the kids out on a swim. You know, I think it was, um, it was, Thank you, Low Tide Boys podcast, for the idea to like have an inflatable dragged behind you and pull your kids and take them swimming <laughs> with you. I was like, what a great idea. I'm so doing that. <laughs> and um, this this Blue Marsh Lake out there is um, a no-wake zone for like miles because um, there's just like a lot of fishing, a lot of canoeing, kayaking, supping. Like it's a no-wake zone. And, um, and it's surrounded by just like 20 something miles of trail. And wow. one day I was out there swimming, pulling my daughter on the donut. And I was just like, this is, is like prime real estate for swim yeah. run training. In my head, I was like, 
this is perfect swimmer training. Like I should totally map it out and, um, you know, come out here and do a course. And then, um, Odyssey had like the virtual, um, swim run that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I was like, well, that's good timing. I'll, I'll go map a course and I'll do my virtual out here. And then, and then someone contacted me because of the feats of endurance. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's right. I, I did a little story on Instagram with the feats of endurance and um, the low tide boys, you know, reposted it and a guy in town, it, it's not far from where I live, saw it and saw my Pennsylvania plates and totally like creeper style looked me up <laughs> and um, asked me like, Hey, you're in a swim run. I, you know, my, my partner, his wife had just had a baby. He was losing his partner. So he wanted to find someone else to go swim run with. And I'm like, well, Hey, let's meet up at the lake. Let's do a swim run. And then I realized, you know what, there's a lot of other like trail runners that I was friends with that might be interested in doing it. There are some triathletes at the pool that I had met and I'm like, let's just see who's interested in coming out. And I was shocked that like a lot of people said that they were interested. You know, we had people coming in from out of state. So we had, I think we had like three or four states represented there. It was crazy. And wow. but it was just so fun. So many like First timers. I um yeah, Amy Marcus, can attest to this. Marcus came up too, right? Didn't yeah. Marcus came up, yeah. He Thanks drives across all. states like no big deal. And and being oh, yeah. a being a lifelong Californian, even like the going to another state takes multiple hours. Uh, so, hello, Texas here. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I I'll, right. I'll I'm I need to edit that out so I don't sound so silly. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to leave it in. No, I have don't to leave you it dare. in. No, we understand. Yeah, you can drive for 12 hours and like still be in your same state. <laughs> yeah, totally. And yeah. we got a message from somebody who attended that and he just said that you were the the basically the sweetest person ever and that and you totally just embody everything that people I think now at this point almost come to expect from the swim run community on how thoughtful you were with everything and how you know just open you were to everything and it just it was like something that just reading the message totally just warmed our hearts. And we're like, somehow we had like a minor part in this, or we like somehow made this connection happen, even if it only happened once. That's such a win for like humanity, I guess, and swim run. (laughs) Um, But, but, you know, I mean that, yeah. So I, I guess, you know, uh, from the low tide boys, Chris says this a lot. I'm going to speak for Chris. (laughs) The low tide boys would like to just thank you team adorkable for just being such great, swim run community members and just generally great humans so i mean you asked why i love trista as a partner she's just a wonderful human oh there you go wow we should release this episode this love fest on valentine's day <laughs> you know what if, you know, if that's possible oh, we should that's <laughs> but that's the thing about swim run is that it's so easy you know to to share the joy you have with other people it's so easy to fall in love with the sport it's so easy to support others who also love it like that's what I, I, I love about this podcast is that like i feel like really you guys are doing the same thing that everybody else wants to do and it, it's just share like the love of this amazing sport with as many people as we can. Like, I feel like that is the goal for most people that are into swim run, like we're in a mm-hmm. swim run. So yeah, it's not hard to be like nice and kind and, and welcoming because I don't, it's, it's swim run, you know, that's what we do. Like love multi-level it. marketing without the creep factor. Yeah, without <laughs> yeah, exactly. But can I, could I interest you in Herbalife? Any chance. I have some oils I need to rub on your shoulders. It'll make you. If I'm, if I'm in on the ground floor, I'm in. Yeah, you want to get in the tip top of that pyramid. 
So as we wind wind this down, I'm going to ask Trista, what is your favorite thing about Amy being a partner? And then Amy, you get a little bit of a head head start on the question because it's, it's coming your Because I'm going to talk for like an hour about all the things I love about Amy. Just right. one thing. It could minutes. be or your favorite. <laughs> yeah, 30 seconds starts now. Uh, you okay. have, uh, okay. it could be a favorite moment. It could be any little, uh, one little story. What is like a, okay. a signature Amy moment? <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I, there's seriously, I have a lot of moments that stand out that I'd like to talk about. But really what I like so much about Amy is that she can put up with me. She can tolerate me. She says that she enjoys me. But like there are times where, um, I think she mentioned it earlier, she's um, a better runner than me mentally, because for me, so much of it has been mental. And um, she just has this way of like letting me be me. Like she knows when to like snap me out of like a low spot. She knows when to tell me to shut the hell up and like, you know, hurry. She knows, she, she knows that it's okay. If she's like, Hey, Trista, you know, let's not start the race super fast. Like you always do. <laughs> like, it's a, like she just, um, she knows how to handle me. And I think that's kind of, um, the secret sauce of a partner, like, cause I've had yeah. other situations where that just, it didn't flow so easily. Um, and I think it's really hard and because it's, it's a different situation every time it's a different course every time, like that low, those lows and those highs are going to come at different times. And, um, yeah, she's just really good at letting things happen how they need to happen. And also she's just really fun. Like, have you guys seen our wheelbarrow race at the end of NC last year? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll have yeah. to put that one in the show notes. Is that on the Instagram account? What did that happen? I think or it is. is. It a blog or yeah. something? We'll, we'll find it out. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll find it. Or you send it to us. Yeah, send it to yeah us. actually, that's, I don't know that how much. better. We're looking <laughs> off. She's, yeah, she's just fun. All right, Amy, was that enough time? It was. For you to think of an easy. answer? Okay. <laughs> You're up. Tristan is just a good person. Like, just being around her, you know, like you say, she's such a great ambassador for the sport. But when we're out there, she's just there's other teams. She sees other teams. She yells encouraging things. She makes little, you know, like quips with other people. She keeps them encouraged. Um, if people are struggling, she'll be like, oh no, you're doing a great job. She's just, she's just a really positive person. Even during like, like she said, the, the times where, you know, one of us is struggling um, and I guess it was Tennessee. She had a really a low point. And I'm like, why, you know, you're not talking. Is this a bad thing? And she's like, yeah, I'm really struggling. And we ended up walking some and she didn't talk for a while. And then at one point she turns to me and she's like, just so you know, I'm still having an amazing time. <laughs> she's a positive person. And she's just really kind of a joy to be around. That's, that's what swim run is for us is it's just an excuse to hang out and be around each other and, you know, roll around in the mud while we do it. Love it. Climb amazing. a freaking mountain. <laughs> amazing. I don't, I don't think there's a better way to, to end the show than on, on those two heartwarming notes trista and amy thank you so much for for coming on the show and and sharing about the the genesis of team adorkable and some great stories and most importantly the love for each other and swim run and the whole community thanks so, for having us this thank was you for fun. having us thanks for everything you do for the community you guys really i mean this is such a, a valuable service and it's so much fun 
Yep. It is fun. We're you glad, make it really fun. Appreciate we're glad you're that. enjoying it because we, we're having a lot of fun doing it. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Well, we will see you. Well, we're just going to make an official now. We'll see you at Swimman Orcas, Odyssey Orcas <laughs> yeah. in it's September. It's I'll bring the donuts. We'll do some partner swapping. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have, each have to get permission from the other part. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. You can also sign up for our newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. <laughs> Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line. And just keep going until you're done. Yes. Or until run you to cross the, or, the finish line. Or run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running. Please. Please. Please.